Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Panthers Insider, an in-depth preview of the week. Shotty scores! On the Florida Panthers radio network, here's the voice of the Panthers, Doug Plagans. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey on a Saturday morning. Coming to you live from an empty right now. Won't be empty in about uh, how many hours would that be? About 10 hours or so and then 11 hours from now when Game 4 starts. That's right, Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final coming up tonight right here inside FLA Live Arena. Not a whole lot going on in here right now. That's where I am in the home radio booth at FLA Live Arena right now bringing you the Panthers Insider Show. But 8 Eastern tonight, the puck drops. Panthers, Vegas Golden Knights. Panthers trying to take a second straight game, trying to take both at home here to even the series up at two apiece. Vegas leads the best of seven Stanley Cup final two games to one. The Panthers picked up a big game three victory and we've got some highlights and some post-game reaction coming up from that in just a couple of moments. So we'll get to that coming up here shortly. We've got uh, the highlights from the game. We'll hear from Alexander Barkov, Sergei Bobrovsky, Brandon Montour following the win back on Thursday. So that's coming up in a few moments and some big time guests coming up later on in the program as well. From NHL Network, EJ Raddick, friend of the show kind enough to stop by we'll talk to him about the stanley cup final coming up in just a little bit and from espn's nhl coverage greg wasinski will stop by so we've got a conversation with him coming up a little bit later on so lots to get to here on this edition of the panthers insider show now if you're talking about game four tonight and that's what we're going to be talking a lot about over the course of these 60 minutes but as far as game four tonight goes folks 8 o'clock Eastern time puck drop here at FLA Live Arena. The Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. After tonight, the series will shift back to Vegas for Game 5. 
7.30 across the Panthers radio network. We'll have you, get it, we'll have you started with uh, Panthers preview. So you can catch that uh, again at 7.30 Eastern tonight for our listeners on 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys, Real Radio 92.1 in the Palm Beaches. You'll, you can also catch that network edition of Panthers preview on our flagship home, 560 WQAM. But speaking of our flagship home, 560 WQAM, throughout these entire playoffs, throughout these entire uh, Stanley Cup final here, we've got the extended local edition of Panthers preview that will get going at 7 o'clock with uh, Kevin Rogers, Billy Lindsay, and myself. So 7 o'clock tonight, the coverage starts for a lot of you. Maybe you're going to be working your way to FLA Live Arena around that time, pulling into the parking lot, uh, walking over to the arena, walking into the arena. And uh, you can fire us up on your mobile device. You can tune us in on your radio, however you tune in. We have the coverage starting again at uh, 7 p.m. with the extended local edition of Panthers preview. And that's going to be exclusively on our flagship home, 560 WQAM. When you listen to the game, of course, you can listen on the NHL app as well. That takes away all the guesswork from it. You can catch us on your SiriusXM devices, uh, 138 as far as Sirius goes, XM220 and Channel 932 on the SiriusXM app as always. So some housekeeping notes there for how you can consume Panthers hockey tonight. It's the Stanley Cup final, folks. So consume Panthers hockey and consume it in mass quantities right now. It's good for you. So, again, uh, game four coming up tonight. We welcome you in in here on the uh, Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans with you, Matt Wilson, on the other side of the glass, getting you all set for uh, tonight's game four. I know Matt Wilson's going to be out at uh, the action tonight as well. And when it comes time for postgame, he'll be down there in the dressing room, hopefully a victorious one, helping us get some uh, postgame reaction to you for the postgame show as well. So uh, long days, but we love these days because it's the Stanley Cup final. We're looking forward to a big day here today. And Well, here on the Panthers Insider Show, mentioned we've got some great guests coming up. We'll look back to Thursday's Game 3 here in just a moment. Game 5 is going to be Tuesday in Vegas, 8 Eastern. Same schedule. Wherever you're going to listen tonight, you can listen on Tuesday as well. Panthers fans, pack the watch party. Cats back in action on the road for Game 5 against the Golden Knights coming up on Tuesday at 8 Eastern. Come rock FLA Live Arena. Cheer on the Cats. Get your tickets to the Game 5 watch party now. FloridaPanthers.com slash Cats on Tap. And don't forget about the playoff merch. Cats fans, gear up for the Stanley Cup Final. FLATeamShop.com to secure your Panthers playoff Swag today, hats, tees, hoodies, and more. Shop these exclusive items, flateamshop.com. And, hey, not too early to look ahead to next year. Become a Panthers Territory member. Full season tickets or premier plans are available now. Go to floridapanthers.com slash territory memberships to get in now. Limited access remains. That is for next season. But focusing on the here and now, the Stanley Cup final Thursday. The Panthers went into the first Stanley Cup final game played at FLA Live Arena in search of the first win, the first Stanley Cup final win at FLA Live Arena. Well, they did get that first Cup final win in franchise history and first one in this building. The atmosphere was outstanding. If you were out here for that one, huge thanks to each and every one of you, the 20,000 that was on hand for the game back on uh, Thursday night. So we thank you very much for being out here for uh, that one. But a lot of franchise milestones in that one. The Panthers also were looking to cut their series deficit in half. Remember, Vegas took games one and two out at T-Mobile Arena in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and the Panthers came home looking to rebound. Well, that they did. That's why they have a chance to even the series tonight. But as we look back to game number three of this Stanley Cup final series, let's start things off 
first with listening back to the highlights, the Panthers' goals, some big Sergei Bobrovsky saves as they aired on the Florida Panthers radio network. Out to the right point, long shot, and Montour's attempt is wide. Here on the near boards, it's Kachuk. Backhand, Montour, some room, a shot. He scores! Top shelf, Brandon Montour from the top of the left circle. And the Panthers strike first. Four minutes, eight seconds into the action. Brandon Montour upstairs. May have been tipped on the way. The Panthers take a 1-0 lead. It's Amadio down to the right circle. Carlson in front. McNabb, a shot across. Bobrovsky big save. A follow-up try from Carlson is wide. Caroms around, leaves the zone. 7.50 left in the second of game, tied at one. Heroic goaltending here in the second period by Bobrovsky. Shouldered by Montour, loose back behind the goal in front of him. Eddie, oh, what a save Bobrovsky on William Carlson, and then the puck pushed out of the zone. That was a quickly developing play. Bobrovsky got the left pad out, the blink of an eye, and made a huge save right out in front. Right point backhand, long shot, and a save made by Hill. The turnaround follow-up from Bennett blocked Ekblad near point. Looks across, big driver, Hagee, three ball, they score! It's Matthew Kachuk on the doorstep, and this game is tied at two with 2.13 to play in regulation time. Take that away, tried to nudge it out front of the net, but the Golden Knights move it forward. Now it's Bennett back in. Bennett up the near side, looks across for Hagee, high slide shot, he scores! Carter Verhage, the overtime winner here in game three. The Panthers take it, 3-2 the final. Hanging around, hanging around, Carter Verhage flops a nut straight, pay that man his money! Overtime winner for Carter Verhage. And the Panthers cut the series deficit in half they take it 3-2 in overtime and now they'll have a chance on home ice to even the series on Saturday night in game four so always a flair for the dramatic there the Panthers coming through with their seventh overtime win in these Stanley Cup playoffs that's tied for the second most all time only those 1993 Montreal Canadiens led by Patrick Waugh and Nett Only they had more overtime wins in one playoff run. That Montreal team went on to win the Stanley Cup back in 1993. The Panthers would certainly love to duplicate that success. But in mentioning Game 3 of this series, you heard the highlights right there. Let's hear some post-game reaction. The winning goaltender, Sergei Bobrovsky, he was outstanding. Here's Sergei Bobrovsky post-game when he was asked what the difference was between Games 1 and 2 and Game 3, that win. I think you know we had that for this uh, for this for this game. The coaches gave us gave us pretty clear plan, and I thought guys were uh, executed unbelievable tonight. So we we defended very well. You know we we didn't give much uh, space room uh, for them and time. So and uh, that's 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 a big win for us. A winning goaltender there as he posted another huge performance in net for the Panthers. Here's Brandon Montour of the Panthers. He got the scoring opened up uh, early in that one. Says the team remained confident heading into that game despite the fact that they were down two games to none entering game three. No, we didn't lose confidence. It just, you know, we were excited to come home. Uh, we knew the building was going to be rocking and um, obviously there's some things to clean up. I mean, penalties, you know, it, it is what it is. It'd be nice to get a couple power play goals like them, but 5-on-5, um, five five, you know, we're playing the right way and um, limiting their chances. Uh, you know, obviously Bobby makes some big saves when he needs to and, um, you know, big goals from us. So, uh, you know, it's nice to, you know, get that one and move to the next. That's been a big thing for this Panthers team. And the Vegas Golden Knights, they have uh, a 5-on-5 five five goal differential that just jumps off the page at you. But uh, the Panthers, throughout these entire playoffs, throughout the entire regular season, too, they were one of those teams that just 
felt that if they kept the game at five on five, they liked their chances. It's not even a matter of you know having to get power plays in order to generate success. If they kept the game five on five, and that's been the story throughout the playoffs, if they kept the game five on five, if they keep the game five on five, they like uh, their chances in that regard. So that was Brandon Montour. Here's Panthers captain Alexander Barkov post game Thursday after the game three win. Just talking about what it means to be in this position with the Panthers, of course, the team he's been with since he was drafted back in 2013. It's it's amazing. Uh, not gonna lie, it's uh, been here for a long time, and this is the best time, best time in my life right now to play in front of that crowd and uh, battling for something, something you've been dreaming of since since literally when I was born. So it's it's huge, and to to be a Florida Panther right now is I'm really proud of that. So Alexander Barkov there, the Panthers' captain, and of course, uh, and that was something Aaron Ekblad was asked about yesterday as well during the media availability. But uh, you know, this is uh, something all the guys know could be a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But that was what Aaron Ekblad said uh, yesterday, specifically uh, when asked about that. And there, it's an opportunity that uh, the Panthers certainly are looking to seize. And uh, with this situation tonight, now. Game four here at FLA Live Arena. Panthers trying to even up the series. And if they do that, it gets reduced to a best of three heading back to Vegas for a game five that will be on Tuesday night. Game six, if necessary, would be back at FLA Live Arena on Friday night. So that's how things line up. Everything in this Stanley Cup final is an 8 o'clock Eastern time start. So, again, uh, getting down to the end, as far as this series is concerned, uh, the uh, even if it went to seven, uh, at most four games remaining in this entire 22-23 NHL season. And uh, the Panthers hoping to come out on top in this seven-game series against the Vegas Golden Knights. And certainly getting it all square tonight would do a big number in that. So lots to get to as we continue along here on the Panthers Insiders Show. Some big guests coming up. Uh, we've got Greg Wyshynski from ESPN's NHL coverage. You've seen his stuff all over ESPN.com. He's going to be joining us later on in the program. Coming up next segment, a chat I had with EJ Raddick of NHL Network, friend of the show. He's joined us uh, a few times over the the, uh, over the years here, and it'll be great to catch up with him coming up on the other side of the break. So, again, lots to get to as we count down to game number four of this series tonight. Mention your Panthers playoff merch, flateamshop.com. Secure your Panthers playoff swag today, hats, tees, hoodies, and more. Shop these exclusive items at flateamshop.com. And, folks, remember, it's never too late to become a hockey player. Get in on the action with the Panthers. Adult learn to play. All participants will take part in 12 weeks of on-ice training and will receive a full set of hockey equipment to use and keep after the program. Go to floridapanthers.com slash play for more information and to register. We'll step aside. We'll come back. E.J. Raddick on the other side of the break. Doug Plagan's with you. It's the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Let's get back to the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back, Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you, coming to you live from FLA Live Arena here in Sunrise, where, again, uh, not much going on here right now, but uh, things are going to be, well, things are going to be loud here tonight. About uh, 
8 o'clock when the puck drops for game four. And uh, in the time leading up, there will certainly be a healthy buzz inside the arena this evening. And uh, we look forward to having you on hand with us tonight. If you can't make it, of course, we'll have you covered across the radio network, beginning with the extended local edition of Panthers Preview on our flagship home, 560 WQAM at 7 o'clock. We're live on the Panthers radio network at 7.30 for the network edition of Panthers Preview. You can join us on 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys, Real Radio 92.1 in the Palm Beaches. So uh, we'll have you all covered up until the opening face-off tonight. And then, of course, uh, we'll have all the play-by-play action for you throughout the evening. At Panthers trying to even this 2023 Stanley Cup final at two games apiece if they can pick up a win here tonight. Doug Plagan's with you this morning. We'll get to uh, our guest coming up here in just a moment. Again, coming up before the end of the hour here, we've got uh, a conversation later next segment with ESPN's Greg Wyshynski, kind enough to stop by, chat some Stanley Cup final with us, and EJ Raddick here in a moment from NHL Network. Enter into our multi-game 50-50 raffle. Now's your chance to win big winner for the grand prize jackpot will be chosen during the third period tonight go to fla panthers 5050.com well i had a chance to catch up with uh, ej raddick from nhl network and uh, of course he's a guy that's reached friend of the program status we've had him on uh, a few times over the years you can watch nhl network analyst ej raddick co-host nhl now every day during the stanley cup final at four o'clock Eastern, but uh, great to catch up with him, and we'll dive right into the conversation. He begins by talking about whether or not he saw anything different from the Panthers to start Game Three, which they won the other night. You know, I thought they were calmer. I thought there was more of a business-like approach, which I think is, you know, how Vegas. One of the reasons that we talk about experience, and especially Stanley Cup Final experience, Vegas having six guys that have won before, and then six others who've been to the final before, is. Let's face it, it's human nature. You know, you, you go your whole life to try to get to this moment, and it, it's really hard to imagine that you can be calm and focus on what you need to do all the time. You are a little overly modulated, so to speak. And I thought we saw that with the Florida Panthers in the first couple of games, and they got out of their game. And I thought uh, in game number three, they, I didn't think they were great in the game, per se. I thought Vegas, for the most part, was the better team over the 60. But the thing that they did was they played within themselves. They tried to protect the middle of the ice. They played at a pace which I think is more is better for them. They helped Sergei Bobrovsky be Sergei Bobrovsky. They didn't allow for all these rush chances and backdoor type plays. They allowed for Bobrovsky to focus on the one or two options that Vegas would have, and then he is one of the best goalies in the league and a two-time Vesna winner, and we've seen what he's done in the postseason. So I think they really just cleaned it up, and they focused on shift-to-shift hockey. I thought Paul Maurice behind the bench was really sharp in the game. I think he's been dealt a little bit of a short deck right now with some injury issues. Kachuk was out of the game for a while. I like that he flipped for Hagee in, and you saw what a difference that made. He ends up assisting on the tying goal and scoring the game winner. So I just thought they were a calmer group, a more business-like group, and uh, you know, understanding what is going to help them be successful against Vegas is not something that was helpful against maybe Carolina or Toronto. So they're making that adjustment, 
We'll see. I think they have a chance to build on it and be better in Game 4. And when we chatted during the Carolina series, we talked a lot about what Matthew Kachuk was doing because he's been coming through in these big situations. In Game 3, missed a chunk of the game, still managed to, in some way, shape, or form, factor into all three goals that the Panthers scored. Does it impress you time and time again that he's been able to make not just a contribution, but when the chips are down in the biggest situations, it seems like he's right in the middle of it every single time. You have to be impressed with Matthew Kachuk. And just think about his body of work really in his whole hockey career but the last two years 100 plus points in calgary changes venues is in florida 100 plus points with the florida panthers has become a real leader of this team and in all these big moments throughout these this playoff run he has been at the forefront uh, and i and i think again matthew was he was more calm in the game i think he was you know, yeah, he was still going to those areas where he needed to go to, but it wasn't the extra swipe or the extra thing. He was he's realized that, hey, okay, I have to I have to adjust a little bit. So keep doing the things that I'm doing of getting to the net and, and being hard to play against, but also dial back some of the other stuff because he's too important. He's too important to this team to be spending, you know, three ten minute misconducts in the first two games. I mean, that just doesn't help the Florida Panthers. So I thought Matthew was much improved too. And again, he's never been in a stand. Cup final before. As great a player as he is, it's a learning experience for all these guys who have to go through it the first time. But I thought he was certainly uh, much more controlled and therefore much better. And you're right. Great pass on the first goal, scores the second goal, uses the net kind of to hide and then pops out in front. You've probably seen that a million times from him because he's really smart. And then he gets to the net and causes some some problems for Hill and the Verhage shot eludes Hill and goes in the net. So you're right. He was important in every single goal they scored last night. EJ Raddick, NHL Network here with us on the Panthers insider show and and EJ and mentioning the way the Panthers scored those goals it seemed like going into game three there was uh, a need to make things a little bit more difficult for Aiden Hill in the way of just getting some havoc going out in front of him and Brandon Montour scores on a shot from the top of the circle of course uh, you know the Panthers all three of the goals they scored were the product of just making things happen stirring things up out in front of the net is that going to be the biggest key against Aiden Hill considering the way he's been seeing the puck lately yeah you always have to make it hard for the goalie I don't care who it is. I mean, you know, we talked, uh, you know, in the Carolina series, Bobrovsky was locked in in that series. I just didn't think Carolina made it hard enough for Bobrovsky until game four. And then they scored three goals in that game. They made his life a little bit more miserable. And I think that's the way it has to be with Aiden Hill. He's a big goaltender. He was really confident. He's been really confident now for a little bit of a run. But I think in game number three, the thing I noticed, Doug, is that he he wasn't seeing the puck quite as well. I mean, I just thought there was some pucks that went wide. Maybe you noticed in calling the game. I thought he didn't really react to. He didn't really see. And so I don't know if that's this particular venue or the backdrop or the circumstance, maybe a little less comfortable on the road, whatever it is. The Florida Panthers have to play more into that now. They were able to put three on the board. They were able to get a win. They need to keep going to that crease, keep getting pucks in there, and just make him work as hard as he can. It's hard because Vegas is big and strong on defense. They do a great job of boxing out. They protect him. But all you can do is keep battling in there, keep getting to those areas, and make it difficult for him to see pucks. EJ, looking at the game, the way that you do, you cover the game from the national perspective here. You keep an eye on all 32 teams, the Vegas Golden Knights, from their perspective going into this game. What do you think the big key is going to be for them as they look for a bounce back now? I think for them, I think they're going to say, hey, we did a lot of good things in game number three. Let's just keep playing the way we're playing. And they've been a really 
really, they're a veteran group. They're an experienced group. They've won a lot of games on the road this year. They, I think they're 10-1-1 after a loss in their, you know, in their last 12 situations going back into March. So, you know, I, I think it's more the same from the Vegas Golden Knights. Just finish when you have opportunities. I mean, if at any point in the, in the late second and third periods, if they would have scored that next goal and get the 3-1, the game's probably over. So that's the good news. The bad news is they played well enough to win game number three and have a three-game sit-on lead in this series, and they didn't get the win. So I think the Florida Panthers will build and be better than they were in game three and game four. So that will be the challenge for the Vegas Golden Knights is that, you know, they will probably have to find a way to be better as well. And they'll have to find a way in key moments to beat Sergei Bobrovsky. And as you guys have seen over the last couple of months, that can be tough. And it was a topic of conversation around the off-day media availability. But in, in your minds, an overtime win for a team, does it mean more than a regular a regulation win? Does an overtime loss hit you a little bit harder than than a regulation loss does? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think that... Uh, you know, like I said, Vegas has got a real veteran group. It's disappointing. They probably feel like we should have won that game. But, um, you know, I think they'll bounce back and play well. The key will be for the Florida Panthers to build on what they did. I think that's the biggest thing because, again, I thought for the most of the game, Vegas was, was the better team. You know, most of the third period, it was a one-shot hockey game. And yet I never really felt like Florida was going to get anything done until they pull the goalie out and they... They get an opportunity in front, and Matthew Kachuk does what he does. So I, I think another thing, obviously like to take a few fewer penalties, but they've got to figure out their power play too because not only is their power play not scoring in this series, it's not providing momentum for the Florida Panthers. So they're going to have to, uh, you know, they, their coaches have done a great job making adjustments all playoff long, but they're going to have to come up with a few more tricks on the power play if there's going to be a game when it seems like the officials are calling penalties so far in the Stanley Cup final if they're going to get those opportunities they have to find a way to take advantage when they can I got to ask you too the the energy in this building inside FLA Live Arena for game three it was the the first Stanley Cup final game win for the Panthers in team history that was the first Stanley Cup final game in this building (laughs) in the history of this building so just to from your perspective 20,000 in the building, screaming Panthers fans. How did that uh, that energy feel as we built up to the opening phase? Hey, the fans here are great. They're excited. I mean, this has been a hell of a run. It's been a long time coming, right? I can remember going old enough to remember your partner, Billy Lindsay, and the guys in 96 at the old Miami Arena and the, and the Rats and that whole run they had. And... Uh, you know, the, it's been a long while, and uh, they're excited to be here. This is a group that, you know, this group is going to be remembered like that 96 team. You know, years from now, people are going to remember the Verhages and the Kachuks and the Gudises and all the different pieces of the puzzle that they had with this group. But the fans are revved up right now, and the Panthers gave them something to be happy about, and uh, I would imagine they'll be a little louder on Saturday night. And the, and the last thing here for you, EJ, EJ Raddick from NHL Network here with us, but I know a lot of folks like like to know but here in the playoffs you know you're you've been uh, you've been all over the place in the playoffs what's your schedule been like in the playoffs and, and what are some of the big moments that uh, that you'll uh, you'll take uh, take with you after these playoffs are done well it's always fun to be in the in the respective buildings because there's so much excitement and this year you know you think about it, the Vegas Golden Knights sixth year of existence 
believe it or not, second final, right? But they're revved up out there. They think this is the year. And then, of course, this has been an unbelievable run for the Florida Panthers. You got the Miami Heat in the NBA finals. So it's a unique time down here in South Florida. They just made a huge acquisition for the soccer team. Uh, you know, for me, my schedule is, you know, we're pretty much going every day. We have an hour show on the off days, which is, you know, it's not, it's certainly, uh, you know, I always joke it beats working for a living, right? It's not, it's not that hard. But you have to get ready for the show. You have to do the prep. You have to have the meetings. and it takes up time. I mean, it would be lovely to be over at Gulfstream today and maybe watching the, the horses or, or doing some other things if you, if you have that downtime. But, uh, you know, I'm very lucky. I love what I do. Get to work with great people. Jackie Redmond, Bruce Boudreaux on our show today. Great people behind the scenes that help us. So it's been a, it's a fun run. And, uh, you know, Doug, you're on the road all year. You're running around and you're in city after city. I'm back in the studio in Secaucus and really the... You know, that used to be my schedule back in the day when I was at ESPN. It was a lot more travel. Um, so it's kind of fun to get out and to be in the different venues and to kind of see what's going on. So I've been down in Florida a lot this year. We had the All-Star Game. We had the GM's meetings. I was here for a regular season game against Winnipeg. If you would have told me then that I'd be back here in June, I probably would have been pretty surprised. But uh, it is fun to get out for the final. And we're getting to the nitty-gritty now, 2-1. to one. we got a big game Saturday. EJ Raddick, NHL Network, kind enough to stop by. EJ, thank you very much for your time once again here on the Panthers Insider Show. You're reaching friend of the program status I, here. We've had I, you on a couple of times. Listen, we have the friend of the program status, and you are you have reached that status with us at NHL Now, so uh, it's always good. That's always a good place to be. You always want to be friends. That's it. Exactly, and that we are. We look forward to seeing you for Game 4. All right, you got it, Doug. E.J. Raddick, NHL Network, kind enough to stop by the show. Caught up with him uh, yesterday on the day between games. And you can watch NHL Network analyst E.J. Raddick co-host NHL Now every day during the Stanley Cup Final, 4 o'clock Eastern. Every game of the Stanley Cup Final Series starts at 8 o'clock Eastern, including tonight, Game 4 here at FLA Live Arena, where I'm doing the show right now. I uh, can't wait for 8 o'clock this evening. We're on the air, 560 WQAM extended pregame coverage beginning at 7 o'clock. That's on our flagship home, 560 WQAM in South Florida. We'll hit the air on the Panthers radio network at 730, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys, Real Radio 92.1. Joining in with us as well as on our flagship home, and then we'll get you all set up for the opening face-off. That is tonight, Game 4, Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights, the 2023 Stanley Cup Final, right here this evening. So again, we hope to see you out here tonight. If you can't make it, lots of different ways to consume all the action. TV side, you'll want to watch it. On TNT, you can sync us up with the uh, TNT TV broadcast if you'd like. Pause your TV, and then when you hear that same... Uh, pause your TV at a whistle, I should say, and then when you hear that same whistle come through, on the radio broadcast, whether you're tuned in on an app, a computer, a radio, wherever you're tuned in, then you hit play when you hear that whistle on the radio, and then uh, you should be all matched up, and uh, you could have uh, Billy Lindsay and me along for the ride with you on the uh, on the TNT broadcast. So that's the way to sync us up with the national TV broadcast tonight if you would like to do that. Panthers fans, pack the watch party. Cats are back in action on the road for Game 5. That's going to be Tuesday at 8 Eastern. Come rock FLA live ranch here on the Cats. Get your tickets to the Game 5 watch party now. FloridaPanthers.com slash Cats on tap. We're going to step aside. We'll come back. Coming up next, conversation I had with ESPN's Greg Wyshynski. That's on the other side of the 
break. He's been covering the NHL like EJ for uh, a long time and uh, covering it from the national perspective. Great to catch up with him. Big thanks to EJ Raddick, by the way, for his time. Greg Wyshynski coming up next. Conversation I had with him. That's on the other side of the break as we preview game number four this series tonight. Look back at the game three win for the Panthers. Doug Plagans with you. Matt Wilson on the other side of the glass. Folks, this is Panthers Insider right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Time for Laura, the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans coming to you live from FLA Live Arena. The calm before the storm here. Again, uh, not much going on inside the building right now, but tonight at 8 Eastern, Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final right here at FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. That, of course, before the series will shift back to Vegas for Game 5 on Tuesday at 8 Eastern. But tonight, 8 Eastern, right here at FLA Live Arena, Game 4. Panthers trying to even up this best-of-seven series after they had that 3-2 overtime win Back on Thursday night in Game 3, one that they absolutely had to have for a number of different reasons. They got it. So Vegas leads the series two games to one, but the Panthers certainly feeling good coming off a win going into tonight's game. Cats fans, gear up for the Stanley Cup Final. Go to flateamshop.com to secure your Panthers playoff swag today. Hats, tees, hoodies, and more. Shop these exclusive items at flateamshop.com. And folks, remember, you can become a Panthers Territory member today. Full season tickets or premier plans available now. Go to floridapanthers.com slash territory memberships. To get in now, limited access remains. But you can become a Territory member for next season and get all the perks that go along with it. So go and check that out at floridapanthers.com for all of your information. Big thanks to EJ Raddick for stopping by last segment with us. And we've had him on a couple of times during the playoffs. Always great to catch up with him. You can watch NHL Network analyst EJ Raddick, co-host NHL Now, every day during the Stanley Cup Final at 4 o'clock Eastern. Uh, also yesterday, I had a chance to catch up with ESPN's Greg Wyshynski to talk Stanley Cup final, talk Florida Panthers, talk all that and more. So, again, uh, yesterday caught up with him. You can find his stuff all over ESPN.com, covering the NHL for a long time. Greg Wyshynski from ESPN. So why don't we get into uh, that conversation? And, hey, the first thing I asked him, this is a Stanley Cup final featuring the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. So you're talking about a Stanley Cup final that features the South Florida market and the Vegas market for the traveling media. That's got to be a lot of fun, right? I don't think it's any secret that the writers are always very keen on what the matchups could be for a number of reasons. One, obviously, is what's open late. Uh, two are restaurants, three are, is it a place like to hang out on off days? And then you get into more of the granular stuff like, what will this mean for my Delta miles? What will this mean for my Marriott points? This is all very, you know, first world problem stuff, but it is the kind of things that we start thinking about as we get to the conference final. And there's no question that uh, this matchup uh, satisfies a number of our requirements for a Stanley Cup final. Greg on top of, you know, like, what's a, what's a good story? I guess it's probably in there, too. And we've got lots of those here, too. <laughs> Greg Wyshynski, ESPN, here with us. Uh, does a great job covering the NHL for ESPN. You can find his stuff all over ESPN.com. Well, looking at this series, uh, I guess, first and foremost, 
Vegas takes the two at home. The Panthers rebound with a big Game 3 win. I guess looking at Game 3, what did you see maybe differently in that game? It was the Panthers with some more overtime magic and uh, coming through in a situation where they're comfortable, where a lot of other teams might not be as comfortable. Well, Paul Maurice and I have a disagreement on whether there's been line matching in this series. Um, I think there's no question that in Game 1, the number that the the Golden Knights' fourth line that William Carrier line did on the Kachuk line was palpable. It was a really good matchup for them. And then in the second game, with all the misconducts and everything else, it didn't really manifest as much. But what did we see when the game started last night? We saw Vegas roll out their fourth line to start the game. And unlike other games for the Panthers, the Kachuk line did not start the game. And this is because they're trying to get them away from the fourth line. And they did a very good job of that last night. I thought that they, they got matchups that they wanted. And, and in particular... One matchup remained from the previous couple games, which was uh, uh, Sasha Barkov's line against the Marchessault line. And they won that in a very big way at 5-on-5. Five five. Uh, they had a 10-to-1 shot attempt advantage over the Marchessault line. Um, so whatever, whatever adjustments they've made to that matchup, it was really big because the biggest takeaway for me in, in Game 3 was the fact that Vegas potted two power play goals but couldn't get another goal at 5-on-5. Five five. And if they get another goal at 5-on-5, five five, if they beat Bob... It's a different game. We might be looking at a 3-0 deficit right now for the Panthers. So the play of the Panthers at 5-on-5, tightening things up, stop chasing hits, the play of Abrovsky at 5-on-5, to me that was the key to the game and the reason it eventually went to overtime. You mentioned Matthew Kachuk as well, and obviously instrumental in that one. He's been instrumental in so many things for the Panthers throughout this playoff run and throughout the series. And You asked Aaron Ekblad during the media availability about the transformational qualities he can bring to a team. I guess looking at a big picture, even beyond these playoffs, how impressed have you been with the mark that he's made in his first year with a franchise? None of these guys are going to say the quiet part out loud, which is that the things that Matthew Kachuk does as a leader, as a playoff goal scorer, are the things you were not going to get from Jonathan Huberto. And they're never going to say that because they love Hubie. We all love Hubie. He's a good guy. But this is one of the reasons why you ante up to get Matthew Kachuk because you have a guy that will score, you know, seven, I think it's like seven of his 11 goals have been scored in the third period or later. Like, that's mm-hmm. insane. That's like, it's like, it's like the definition of clutch. Um, Ekblad said when I asked that question today about the, the notion of, like, he's a guy that you want to follow into battle. I mean, these are attributes that are extraordinarily rare in this league to be able to not only be a guy who scores the big goals, but also the guy that, you know, can be that leader. I mean, that's like... That's a, you know, blow smoke up a colleague's behind, but that's like a Messier-esque quality, right? Um, So, again, like, it it is a transformative effect for this franchise to have him on this roster, not only with what they're able to accomplish now in the playoffs, but also, like, off the ice. I mean, I still marvel at the fact that between the conference final and and the Stanley Cup final, you had Matthew Kachuk on the NBA pregame show on TNT, and gets a feature on, like, People Magazine's website. Like, wh- it doesn't happen to hockey, right? So like, so, like, you have this guy that is now transforming things off the ice for them, obviously transforming things on the ice for them, and, and it's one of the more uh, vital and important acquisitions for any team that we've seen in, in maybe, like, the last decade. 
Greg Wyshynski, ESPN here with us covering the Stanley Cup final game four, of course, coming up uh, recording this on Friday, but uh, tonight in the sense of listening to it here on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. uh, tonight, 8 Eastern, you can catch all the action, Panthers and the Golden Knights as the Panthers try to even up the uh, series here this evening. And I guess, uh, you know, looking uh, further at the at the series here when the Panthers come out for, for game four and looking to establish the tempo, feed off the crowd, let the game come to them a little bit more like they did in, in game number three. What do you see as the biggest keys for the Panthers here in game four? I, th- I think keep on keeping on, man. Like, you know, first of all, they're going to have to find ways to get a few more shots through. Uh, it's clear that the the defensive front that the Vegas Golden Knights have in front of Aiden Hill and clogging up the slot and, and really making it difficult to get shots through, um, you know, that the Panthers played extraordinarily, extraordinarily well. They still had, I think, under 25 shots in that game. Um, despite having a little bit of overtime play. So they're going to have to find still their way through those trees to get more action on Aiden Hill. But, you know, and obviously, like, you know, uh, tightening up the, the penalty kill and trying to limit their opportunities. There's nothing you can really do on a four-on-three power play um, that they faced in game three. But um, they could be a little bit better there. But other than that, I mean, I, I think what the, the adjustments that they've made after game two in particular no longer trying to just murder the Golden Knights at every chance. <laughs> you know, as, as Paul Maurice pointed out, Carter Verhage throwing five hits is not something this team needs. Um, I think that they, they did a really smart thing there, modulated their game, and you saw the results. And, and so, you know, my expectation for game four is that we are going to see a, a low-scoring, tightly-played game. That doesn't mean that we're going to see it. But, I mean, if you watch game three... With the way the Panthers are playing, with the way the Golden Knights are playing, and particularly with the way that Bob is playing, you get that sense that it could be maybe un- under five and a half goals if someone was to say, look at such things in life. <laughs> well, and you feel like a, a game where it stays close for a long time. I mean, you look at throughout these playoffs, does, yeah. does that kind of play into the Panthers' favor a little bit when it stays close into the late going? Well, it does. And I mean, as, as has become the, com- the topic of conversation after game three, like... Seven and zero in the playoff in the playoffs in overtime. I think they are now they've won like ten straight overtime games, tracking back to previous postseasons. And both Eric Stahl and Paul Maurice kind of indicated the same thing, which is that you've got finishers, you've got guys that you're confident um, can finish a game if they have the puck on their stick in overtime. And so, I think that speaks to anything, any any situation where the score is tight. You're confident that Kachuk will find a way or that Verhage will find a way or that other guys will find a way to break a tie to get that goal that you need. And that's a great place to be. <laughs> in, in the media availability, it was a, a point of discussion. An overtime win, does it mean the same as a, as a regulation win in the playoffs? Or in your mind, does that overtime win stand for a little bit more? I know it wasn't a marathon overtime yeah. win. It only took you know uh, a handful of minutes off the start of overtime. Everybody was asking the wrong question, which is the, the, real, the real issue is, does an overtime <clears throat> loss mean more in the playoffs? And I think it does. I mean, you track back to that Carolina series. And then winning a four-overtime game, it's not so much like, did that launch the Panthers into greatness? No, it's, it's what did that mean for Carolina to have spent that much energy and come up short, have a power play on the fourth overtime, not score, um, and then, you know, just a second kick to the gut, losing an overtime in game two. I mean, to me, it's much more about the team on the receiving end of that victory than it is about the team that gets the victory. So the question is, like, what does this mean now for the Golden Knights heading into Game Four, having lost a game like that in Game Three? When they've had, they, I mean, they not only lost in overtime, but you know, lost the lead with 
less than three minutes left in regulation um, in a game that they had well in hand. When they, they played well, they could look yeah. at a lot from that game and be happy with how I, they played. They just didn't get the result. I mean, there, there was definitely, I mean, you always feel like with this Panthers team, there's a chance they can come back. But there was definitely a sense of a ticking clock at that point as to like, okay, how much more time does, does, do the Knights need to close this thing out? And then they didn't close it out. So it's not just simply losing an overtime in the manner in which they did, but it's also blowing the lead. Um, and again, the, the numbers on that are insane. Like the Knights were 10-0 and in the playoffs with the lead entering the third period. Bruce Cassidy's teams in the playoffs were 25-1, and going back to the days in Boston when they've had a lead after two periods. So what happened in game three was very unusual for, for that group, and, and you wonder what the reaction is going to be. Greg Wyshynski, ESPN, here with us. Before we let you get going, one more thing here, and I know there are a lot of folks out there who follow your stuff. You can find them on Twitter, at Wyshynski, always uh, covering the NHL from all different angles. But these playoffs, I know a lot of folks out there are interested. I'm interested. What's your itinerary been like from, you know, the start <laughs> of the Stanley Cup playoffs to now, uh, you know, planes, trains, automobiles? Where have, where have you been, and, and what are some of the things that you've seen, and, and what are well, some of the best memories you've picked up in these last couple I, of months? I, I mean, I live in Brooklyn, so I, my travel has not been as extreme as in previous seasons because the Devils went around and, and they played the Rangers in the first round. Uh, Boston was a train ride away. Mm-hmm. Like, um, But as far as what I've seen, though, I mean, I, I have been very fortunate to see, I think, some of the best hockey of the playoffs. I was in Boston for all of those home games, so five and, and then seven, um, to see the Kachuk overtime goal in five and then see one of the more remarkable losses I've ever seen in a playoff game with Boston losing in Game 7. I was there for the four-overtime game in Raleigh. I was in, at Game 7 between the Stars and Kraken. So I've been fortunate to really be kind of like on the spot for some really amazing moments in these playoffs. Um, so it's been good. And then, you know, the Cup Final's the Cup Final. It, it, you know, you, you get to see someone achieve their boyhood dream and that's always a really dope feeling <laughs> he's greg wasinski from espn uh, before we let you go tell all the folks out there where they can find you yeah you can read my stuff on espn.com um i'm on daily wager our show on espn2 each week uh, multiple times um and uh i wrote a story that you should check out it's you can find it on espn um if you like the new spider-man movie across the spider-verse there is a character based on Team Canada in the movie. She's a she's called Spider Canada, and she's in multiple scenes. And I got the story on why she exists, and it was a really fun story to write. There you have it. Go <laughs> check it out. Uh, he's Greg Wasinski from ESPN. Thanks for stopping by here on the Panthers Insider Show, and we'll see you at the arena for Game Four. My pleasure. So Greg Wasinski there from ESPN covers the NHL. Been doing it for a long time. He's been around the game for a while and, uh, again, has uh, lots of great stuff across ESPN.com. You can find him on Twitter, at Wasinski. And uh, great to catch up with him, talk Stanley Cup final with him. So, again, tonight, 8 Eastern, we drop the pocket FLA Live Arena. 7.30 network pregame show, 7 o'clock extended local pregame show on 560 WQAM. So that's how you can find us on the radio side tonight. And uh, the Panthers are looking to even up this best of seven series at two games apiece heading back to Vegas for game five, which is going to be Tuesday. And, well, uh, the Panthers and the Golden Knights just going through some of the big stats and some of the trends going into this one tonight. As far as the Panthers are concerned, uh, 9-0 and when they lead after two periods, 6-0 and when they lead after the first period. So the Panthers, when they've gotten leads, 
They've been pretty sharp in these playoffs, 7-0 in overtime. The Vegas Golden Knights, 10-1 when they lead lead after two periods in these playoffs. The only blemish on that, the one in that 10-1, was game three of the Stanley Cup final. That last game, the Panthers were able to get that win, pulled within one in the series. They'll look to knock things up tonight. That's going to do it for us here on the Panthers Insider Show. 8 Eastern puck drop tonight. We're on the air, beginning with extended pregame coverage at 7 on 560 WQAM. So tune in with us if you can't make it out here to FLA Live Arena. That's going to be tonight. Big thanks to EJ Raddick from NHL Network for stopping by for his time. Big thanks to Greg Wyshynski from ESPN for taking some time out as well. Big thanks to Matt Wilson on the other side of the glass doing a great job as always steering the ship for us here on uh, Panthers Insiders. So that's it for this edition, folks. Game four, the Stanley Cup final tonight. Game five out in Vegas is going to be Tuesday at 8 Eastern. Game six, if necessary, back at FLA Live Arena Friday at 8 Eastern. I'm Doug Plagans. Thanks again for being with us this morning. We'll talk to you tonight. This has been Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.